0: Hi guys, on this show we're looking at Lang, Allen, Christ, Cox, Faria, Noonan, and Peterson. <laughs> what are you laughing saying, at? Fucking hell, co- okay, co- no, mate. We're looking at 1986's Manhunter. <laughs>
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, my name's Planty and I'm in the Garden of Eden, honey!
0: <laughs> and I'm John and I'm just bewildered by you, buddy, <laughs> by you. <laughs> bewildered
1: indeed. John, how are you
0: I'm all right, buddy. Are you? The, 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 the Dark nights are fair drawn in yeah, up here, so exactly. it's, uh, it's a bit dark.
1: Yeah, we're just a couple of days away from the clocks going back. Uh, yeah. So, spring, yeah, Spring
0: forward, fall back, spring lousy, forward. Lousy back.
1: farmers. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, well... Uh, job this week, of course. Uh, we are talking about a film very special, very dear, very dear to the heart of the, the woman in my life, uh, Rachel, who chose this one because yeah. she's sick of watching shit films with uh, me. No so one, she uh. picked one of her favorites. What Good. did she pick for this?
0: She picked an amazing film, 1986's Manhunter, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Thoroughly brilliant. Loved it. I
1: thoroughly enjoyed twice mm-hmm. as well. Um, I don't know if this is going to make a very good episode.
0: Though it's bleak, man. Oh, it's it is proper
1: brutal, bleak. brutal, bruv. Yeah,
0: proper bleak. But no, no, there's there's it's, it's, it's a few things in it. But yeah, it's not it's not like a happy, happy, happy one. It's nah. pretty do
1: Indeed. It is. Uh, Nineteen eighty-six. What else could we have been talking about?
0: Well, if our good listeners want to go back and listen to our Highlander episode, they will soon find out.
1: Well, what a year for films!
0: I know. Highland really and good this. Well. Oh, you're in, you're in for a treat if you're uh, listening to the films it was on back then. <laughs>
1: you're, getting, <laughs> you're getting lazy, John. I'm going to have to mix this up.
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that works. I wonder if people listen to this and go, "Fucking hell, they did Highlander." Let's go back and listen to that. I think it does. If I mean. if, if you have ever listened to an episode and gone fucking no, hell i didn't realize I did an episode of that uh, tell us somewhere on social media by the way that would uh, that that would that that would ratify john's shoddy research yeah just uh,
0: let let me know if this tactic worked because i uh, <laughs> yeah, just pushing them on the other shows exactly. although i did i did enjoy highlander i thought it was pretty good yeah
1: it's a great episode yeah it's yeah, one yeah. of the very first ones we got 100 of them as well yes it was uh, anyway mm, yeah so um Right, look, if you want to choose uh, an episode, uh, you're not going to be able to because you're not married to either of us. Uh, (laughs) But uh, you can do so by being a a member of our Patreon. It costs a quid a month and we will give you a choice of probably about four or five films once a month uh, to pick from in the poll. We haven't done it for November yet, so get your quid in and you'll be able to pick from those. We will also give you shout-outs and some more shout-outs at the end of the episode. One pound... One euro fucking fifty, two, two dollars, a couple of fucking groats, whatever, right? That's all it's gonna cost you. You're gonna keep us doing this, and we're gonna uh we're gonna probably Not insult it. you at the end of the episode. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Uh this uh we're gonna try and figure out a hundred things from Manhunter. Okay, right. So it opens. With this uh, D E G John De La Rentes Entertainment Group, which was a brand new one for us.
0: Oh yeah, we've never no we done a De
1: La Rentes Entertainment Group.
0: Um, I, D- I grabbed it, the producer. <laughs> oh, grabbed right, it, okay. It, the producer.
1: Yeah, the producer. Uh, <laughs> what did you have for the uh, for, for the producer?
0: Oh, Richard Roth. So I, I, I thought I remember that name, but he was the, one of the, oh, the producer for uh, the Adventures of Sherlock Holmes's smarter brother. With the old uh, Gene Wilder.
1: Oh, I I haven't thought about that for donkeys.
0: Ah, It's it's been a while, hasn't it? And uh, young Igor for uh, uh, young
1: Frankenstein. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't believe it, I can't think. Yeah, Mar- Marty Feldman. Marty Feldman, yeah, yeah. you uh, ain't got nobody. <laughs> 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 so, body. Still, still makes me laugh. It is great. Yeah, it is great. <laughs> F- flout, Frau Blücher. <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't get that joke until I was in my 30s. Oh, really? Never got that joke until I was in my 30s. Yeah, blue yes. the German for glue, I think, uh, which is why the horse is upset. Excellent. Okay. I had Dino De La Rentes, John, uh, Italian producer, finance some absolute belters, this guy, Flash Gordon, oh. Halloween 2 and 3. Oofed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> Potentially yeah. a future episode. It Do you know that Stephen <laughs> King's only directorial film? Is it really? Yeah, for a good fucking reason. Cocaine uh, fueled that film. Uh, I thought... I really mm. um, all the Conan films. Really? And all of the stupid follow-up Hannibal films.
0: Ah, right. Okay. But, so not, to blame.
1: but not Silence of the Lambs.
0: Best one. I think it you've done Red Dragon as well? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm, I know. Anyway. We'll get back to those at some point. Um, early... Shout-out, basically, for fact of the episode. He opened DDL in the 80s, a speciality food shop, two of them in New York City and one in Beverly Hills. Apparently, the New York City shop opened by him, himself, serving customers.
0: <laughs> wow, that's equipment, isn't it? Yeah. Just to get it there and do it.
1: Absolutely. Died in 2010 at 91 years of age. <laughs> oh, man. okay. Uh, this one, of course, Michael, Mann film, you know him, Heat. Not only oh. did he direct Heat, but he's written a follow-up Heat book. Oh, really? Like a follow-up to the film Heat as a novel. He's <laughs> got a great ass, of course. Uh, Miami Vice film and TV show. But he's also directed adverts for Mercedes-Benz, Nike and Ferrari.
0: Right? Yeah, I had, a, I had a few of them. I had the heat. heat was my favourite.
1: Again, can't help thinking probably everything he's ever done fuelled by cocaine.
0: Yeah, he's certainly got a.
1: He's
0: got a. He's got a rhythm. <laughs> he's got.
1: A, he's got a style, hasn't he now, right. This looked fucking brilliant, by the way. Oh, the
0: blue light. It looked it was yeah. practically neon. It was, uh, it was yeah. beautiful. The beautiful. blue,
1: the white, the greens, everything. Right. Oh, the set, fucking dressing, was gorgeous. Even the
0: reflection in the window when he's. Uh, I mean,
1: yeah. It's it's about time we had a film that I've written like notes, and every time I've been writing the notes, I've gone. Fucking gorgeous. So, Aye. Um, Aye. Oh, listeners, stunning. stick with me, because at different bits, I'm going to go, this is fucking beautiful.
0: <laughs> yeah, even the opening scene when he's sitting in the beach he, um, with his, his, his partner, is, mm-hmm. is just a beautiful shot. It's just, yeah. it's just well made. just well well shot.
1: Absolutely. We open with this torch heading upstairs in slow motion. There's a lot of slow motion, by the way, which is the, the only bit I thought was a no, bit I, shitty.
0: The intro was the only bit that, that I didn't think was good. But,
1: but, but also, this bit where it's, you know the torch
0: uh-huh. heading
1: upstairs and doing whatever this is used later on when he's in the house shining the torch around it's exactly the same oh is it footage yeah it's it's a proper like footage rob so they've done it just to save on film, I think, which, you know, when they used to make film on film and it wasn't digital, I guess that makes sense.
0: A way back in uh, magnetic tape, what did they call it? Half inch, half inch VHS? half inch, inch,
1: tape? VH, half inch yeah, tape, John. 12.7
0: uh, mm-hmm. millimeters. Uh, it was for computers, data
1: storage, and real to real. Ooh, real to real. Real to real featuring the mad stuntman. I like to move it, move it. Uh, anyway. Movie. A, a, a worse film. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- I loved the fact that as as they're doing this kind of as they're going through this, it gets to the bright, illuminous green title "Manhunter," which looks yeah. like it should be something out of some eighties horror film, didn't it? Like oh yeah, yeah. I expected a fucking crocodile or something in the sewers.
0: something vicious, but no, I know what you mean.
1: For, but- pr- production designer John, best name I've ever seen, Melbourne. <laughs> What's he called? Melbourne.
0: Jason's brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: uh, on the beach that you mentioned, Jack's talking to, to Will Graham. Uh, Will Graham, two first names. What a prick. I know. Been a while since know. you've done two first names, isn't it? I
0: know, but it's yeah. a good actor, though, is it? Is it uh, Gil Dennis? Grissom. <laughs> Gil Grissom, that's right. Yeah. I forgot uh, he did that.
1: Yeah, uh, Dennis Farina, you're right. R-I-P-D, that guy. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I absolutely we love Dennis Farina The second film we've done with him, Big Trouble, we hated it, yeah. but he's he's, he's Dennis it a little. Yeah, Gil Grissom, William Peterson, not doing anything these days because he's getting fat off that CSI money, isn't he?
0: Oh, he really is, isn't he? That was his Have, cash cow. Uh,
1: Fifteen seasons of that, three hundred and thirty-seven episodes.
0: That's a lot of episodes, man. Yeah. Who
1: are you? Who 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 who? Uh, I prefer the New York one myself, Gary Sinise. Alex, Gary Sinise, I think. Yeah, is a good actor. Uh, Claire Folan, yes, please. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, back to Gil Grissom, by the way. Uh, William Peterson, uh, he's a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which he got in two thousand and nine. And get a load of this: Turn down the role of Henry Hill in Goodfellas. Oh really? What a twat!
0: <laughs> uh, that's, that's a fucking dick moving. I
1: am calling it now. He is perfect for this role. Oh he yeah, he is the perfect Michael Mann, like detective kind Aye. of suave, kind of little bit of beard, kind of eighties. I think probably Aye. too ho- too old for the Henry Hill.
0: Uh, Can I I possibly, yeah. but for this is just is nigh on perfect. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't imagine anybody else doing this. No,
1: <clears throat> absolutely not. Will explains that he's quit, and Jack's trying to convince him to come back. He passes him these pictures of these murders' families and explains killers on the lunar cycle, and they've only got a few days until the next full moon when he's going to kill again.
0: Oh, have you, did you look up lunar cycle uh, serial killers? I didn't know. I did. Oh, oh. my god! No, I, and, and, and now you're on a register. No, no, very no, <laughs> much. But it wasn't that. So there's no, there's there's no that fall in a cycle. But I did find out that the that Dennis Nielsen, mm-hmm. uh, Colin Ireland, uh, Olivia Lynn, Majors, uh, Harold Shipman, and Ed Kempner were all born under a filming.
1: All right. Wow. Eh? Harold Shipman, Nottingham's finest <laughs> Not anymore <laughs>
0: oh. Excellent Some big nice. house in there big man uh, Yeah, it, absolutely.
1: It the lunar cycle phases are New moon, waxing crescent I used to deliver letters there uh, First quarter, <laughs> waxing gibbous uh, You're a waxing gibbous Full moon, waning gibbous Third quarter and waning crescent I sold a house there once uh, The cycle repeats once a month or 20, 29.5 days, which I was like, okay. Don't really know how that works. Didn't look into it because didn't have time. <laughs> Ran <laughs> out of time looking looking into fucking cars. <laughs> I thought there was only uh, three stages. Uh, full moon. Half moon. totally clean. <laughs> 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 little Jaffa Cake reference for you there, listeners. I love it. I love it. Uh, love it love how would you like these 90s uh, Jaffa Cakes advert references? Do you know for you? <laughs> This, of course, is based upon the book Red Dragon uh, by Thomas Harris, which was released in 1981. Um, Dennis Farina's character uh, is, uh, is Jack Douglas. Uh, for my money, I think he's the best Jack Douglas. I think he's certainly much better than uh, Lawrence Fishburne, better than Harvey Keitel, mm. and I think he's marginally, marginally better than the dour Scott Glenn in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, no. really kind of like, he's really, I don't know, he's really kind of like measured and methodical uh, in that. And, yeah. and I think she gets quite emotional, understandably why she gets emotional in it. Um, but I think this version is really kind of like, he's up to fucking 11, isn't he? Like, oh, shouty right. and fucking... He's always
0: on it. Order, he's always on the lear jats, isn't he? Give me a lear jats. Yeah,
1: give me a lear, jets, <laughs> yeah, me a lear jets. A I also love, I also love every time somebody, he gets, somebody, you're on speakerphone, who am I talking to? He's like, it's me, it's such and such, it's such and such. I fucking, uh, I love good, that. He's like, you're on speakerphone, who am I on with? It's great. Fucking buzzed for that every time he did it. <laughs> I think this is better than Red Dragon as well, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah. A lot yeah, no, better. Definitely.
1: Although, I think, Rafe, don't call me Ralph Fiennes, is very good as Dollar Hyde. He's not scary enough uh, oh, really? as the Dollar Hyde in this. I think the Dollar Hyde in this is fucking brutally scary. I think because he's like a big,
0: Oh, I am a oh, big scary man. Bi. he looks bad. Yeah. He, right. he, still, oh, he yeah. still looks like his character in uh, Robocop too, though, didn't he? <laughs>
1: Cane's <laughs> bugging me.
0: Cane. <laughs> Take this cocaine.
1: <laughs> um, we see Will Graham's family walking along the beach. He says he's going to consider it. Uh, Will's now showing his son out to build a pen for the baby turtles so that the predators can't get them before they make it to sea. Right. Turtles. Two-month incubation period. Turtle hatchlings dig out of their nest, all at the same time, which takes days. And only about one in a thousand turtles survives to adulthood. The hatchlings will either die of dehydration or birds, crabs, or other animals like dogs are going to prey on them and eat them.
0: Jesus, what a chance yeah. to stand.
1: Who'll save the baby turtles? Ah, save me from the wee baby turtles.
0: I know, yeah. but don't they, don't they come equipped with uh, shurikens and ninja swords? And- <laughs> yeah.
1: They do. They've got a rat teaching them how to fucking do ninjutsu. Yeah, that's exactly right, yeah. Um this kid, by the way, this fucking little kid actor, right? Oh, who I looked into, I was like, hang on a second, is this Ricky Schroeder out of champ?
0: Oh no! I, I you know Ricky Schroeder man. He's
1: got, he's got, he's got, Ricky got that Schroeder look, no, he? Yeah, he's got look it, oh, oh,
0: I was expecting to start crying when he's. Uh, was, oh, oh, mate, don't, don't get me started. It gets, it gets me every time, man. I every cannot
1: oh, Fuck it! But the, the problem with the champ is, I start crying the second the film fucking starts. I know, as soon as the kid you know. comes on the screen at the beginning, I'm like, oh no. Oh, <laughs> man! I tell you what, I would fucking love, I would love to see. Somebody punch him to death now. That,
0: that little boy. <laughs>
1: no, not Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John Voigt. John yeah, someone should punch him to fucking death. Or like an anaconda should eat him and Aye. spit him out. That would be R- nice. Properly too. this time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this kid actor, by the way, real name David Seaman. He looks very, very different without the mustache and the, really and the does, accent, that, eh? he?
0: Yeah.
1: Is it really um, David Seaman? That's what the kid's name is. Yeah, David Jesus. Seaman. Um, one for patron Dan Belson here David Seaman played 405 games for Arsenal winning the first division once the Premier League twice he won the FA Cup four times which is twice more than Forrest have won it in total the League Cup once and the Cup Winners Cup two. Uh, 75 caps for England and surely most famous for being lobbed by Ronaldinho and Naeem from the halfway line Naeem (sighs) from the halfway line sorry Dan but it did happen twice yeah
0: but how did he do in dancing on ace Oh no, I isn't don't it? Hope, that He's do he done one of those programs, did didn't he?
1: he? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't say I've ever. I think I watched Todd Carty.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Once. Famous, I seem to remember him
1: one. pretending to go Ooh. barreling off and, uh, and kind of that's the joke. Yeah. Jesus. Is that is that show still on? Listeners, um, don't tell us. I don't want to know.
0: I know. Don't I don't
1: care. Yeah, I don't watch IEV and I don't watch IEV because uh Ant and Deck. There you go. That's reason Reason alone, IEV, I E V.
0: Said like an Englishman.
1: <laughs> I <IEV. laughs> uh, There's this scene in bed, uh and again it's it's meant to be the moonlight, isn't it? And it's blue. It's bright oh, fucking finish. neon blue every okay. time in this room. I I just the filter on these fucking lights must have been something else. How much it's money must eh? Michael Mann spend on film? Like they must just go, let's send out for loads of fucking rap for the lights. Aye. And whoever it's- creates rap must follow him about. Lady, he's putting my kids through college. <laughs> right, it, it's
0: it's so blue that you think as soon as somebody smiles you'll see it as a black light, these like teeth. But <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't just the light, but It's just so dazzling, isn't it?
1: It's like fucking Betty Blue and his blue walls. Uh, yeah. Um They're discussing him going back, and she says, look, I know you've already made the decision. Um, He says, I'm not going to get as deeply involved this time. So something's happened, and we we, we don't really know what. Um, I'm just going to be looking at the evidence. So it's alluded to that there was a problem in an earlier case. She doesn't want him to go back. But because he's a man in a Michael Mann film, all he needs to do is shag her instead of talking to her. Yeah, that works. Would that it were so simple, John uh, Boy?
0: Make, make love, so make love, no excuses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Will's taken the crime scene at the Leeds house, uh, dirty Leeds. <laughs> I've written it um, in this police cruiser, which was a Chevrolet Impala.
0: Yeah, came across not that before, we, one,
1: we? we? have, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got this brilliant Sony dictaphone, by the way. So, have you got any facts on dictaphones? Uh, got a little bit. What have you got? So, I've got this. This is so Dictaphone
0: is actually a trademark. Uh, dictaphone was an American company founded by Alexander Graham Bell that produced dictaphone machines. Oh,
1: right. Okay.
0: So, it's actually a trademark, but because it's like, it's like Hoover's in it, we call it Hoover yeah, because of Hoover. So, yeah.
1: It's a brand name, yeah. you fool. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: uh, this particular one, John, was a Sony micro cassette corder M560V. You can get one. For fifty nine ninety four on dictaphones dot uk. God, they've got their own Now domain. if if anybody ever thought I was making up fucking facts on this podcast, it has got to be that website. But I'm not kidding. dictaphones.co.uk dot uk is a real website.
0: Get it get I it.
1: mean, yeah, how much did that cost at fucking Godaddy.com? Like a penny. <laughs> no. A penny for two years or something. It's like get, our podcast. Get involved. <laughs> exactly, uh, half inch VHS you mentioned John uh, available as you say reel to reel, cartridge cassette, but cassette as we would know it, VHS and beta yeah the loser
0: uh, the, of the format yeah,
1: better format though eh? better format um, <laughs> he goes into this crime scene yep. and he's walking around doing the talking thing isn't he um, and he's got these family's home movies which he's watching later on yeah. Uh, it looks like fucking sinister. Previous episode, yes, yeah, so it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's still bloodstains on the carpets. Of course, there's still bloodstains on the carpets because it's cream carpets. Because it's the eighties,
0: exactly. And everybody loved it. And what, what? what, was, the, what was the blood type? Oh, AB it. negative.
1: Shit, I thought it was positive. AB. No, I'm positive. It was AB negative, <laughs> which is the rarest of the blood types. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. Uh, because they can. If you've got AB, you can take on. Either of the blood types you can take on. You can take on A positive, negative. Anyway, yeah. So, right. what, what the one thing I did look up here was they needed a better somebody to do a crime scene cleaning. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, now this is from the Safe Group website. Uh, Safe Group is one of the UK's leading crime scene cleaning specialists. We work with emergency organisations and other agencies to ensure areas affected by traumatic incidents are cleaned safely and sensitively. Our specialist biohazard cleaning teams can be deployed at any time of day or night. We use the latest techniques to remove all hazardous materials and substances and arrange for their safe and sensitive disposal. They have got four depots in the UK, John. Mm -hmm. Birmingham, Manchester, London and where? Glasgow. (laughs) No, Livingston! and Levy? I assume near the spaghetti ad, the Tony (laughs) Macaroni Uh, (laughs) State. Must must be bad
0: that that way then, eh? Livingston,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Livingston's a fucking crime scene of its own, right?
0: It's it's pretty bad. I used to work it there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I also
1: found a job listing for a crime scene cleaner in Newport, South Wales. Speaking of fucking crime scenes, by the way. Famously the Middlesbrough of Wales. Uh, It's got a transporter bridge. Um, uh, We're looking for a highly motivated individual to join our team of mobile crime scene cleaner candidates. Uh, You'll be required to work both individually and also as part of a team. Due to the nature of the position, applicants will be working on a call-out basis and be required to travel. Full training will be given, a company vehicle provided, and all fuel costs covered. A full clean driving license is crucial. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. I like that. Employment is subject to a successful police clearance application. Uh, full-time salary seventeen thousand nine hundred and twenty-five uh, to forty-one thousand five hundred and eighty-two. Four thousand, not bad. Nice, uh, nice. Per year, not bad. Not bad. That's bad.
0: all right. So, so uh, lo- that location, Birmingham, is that Birmingham, UK or Bur- Birmingham, <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama?
1: Alabama? No, yeah. it's Birmingham, UK, but Alabama comes up here, doesn't it?
0: Is it? Yeah, because I've got, I've, I looked up, because when it says Birmingham, I thought, oh man, it's going to be massive. But mm-hmm. I looked up the population for Birmingham, UK, which is 1.1 million, but there's only uh, 856,000 in uh, Birmingham, Ala- Birmingham, Alabama, considering it's the third largest city
1: in Alabama. All right. Okay. Well, Birmingham's like the fourth largest city in the UK, isn't it? Has that yeah, really? Like Glasgow and Manchester and London. Yeah, true that. By the way, John, you're absolutely right. Blood type AB positive. Oh, is it? You were right. I was wrong. Oh. Uh, just 2% of donors have it. Yes. And it's universal, was what I was trying to say. So they can accept blood from A's or B's. There you go. A's to the B's. Eight to the B. Right. Let's get back to this fucking film. <laughs> he mentions that the breaking was professional. The gloves that were worn uh means that there's 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 no fingerprints. Uh he cut Charles Leeds' throat and then shot Mrs. Leeds before strangling her. The phone rings and it's Valerie Leeds's voicemail message, which was weird. I didn't really I know. Kind of get that. Uh, the next scene, he's gone up ah, to his hotel room. Before oh, that,
0: though, it. yeah. Before that, though, I've seen I've seen a, a little fox par there. Um, he was drinking water at the uh, bathroom tap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not recommended. You seem to be drinking water at a bathroom tap. All oh, right, why? I didn't know this. So look, I looked at this up, and it, it just says uh, to sum up the answer: uh, Is it safe to drink uh, bathroom tap water? Not really. Uh, even though homes and hotels are supplied with uh, water. For drinking, there's too many variables uh, to consider uh, to completely guarantee your safety. So the, even though it, it comes from a different source, but they kind of guarantee that it's it's
1: safe. <laughs> so you should... Is this? I assume this is America, because no, this is. Saying, I never drink at the bathroom tap. Do you? I, I don't know. I mean, I brush my teeth. Using I brush my teeth. So I, I but you, you
0: spit out, but
1: mm, I don't you know. know. Yeah. All right, listeners! Just, listeners, tell be, us. This is de- this is this is a a warning, people. <laughs> fucking hell! I mean, I I I just drink out of a fucking puddle in the yard because uh, you know I'm, I'm a coal miner's son, although I don't bang on about it uh, <laughs> much. <laughs> he goes up to this hotel, by the way, in this fucking Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, which looks like the the lifts out of that mall scene in Commando. <laughs> oh, I I was
0: I was going for um, what was the other
1: one? True Lies. Oh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Do it slow. Do it doosimo. <laughs> doosimo. <laughs> he's watching these home videos in his room. Uh, we get from this that he's dedicated and extremely involved. Uh, he believes the killer took off his gloves to touch Mrs Leeds before killing her five minutes later. He calls Jack and explains he wants the best fingerprint guy flown in for the job, and he wants Mrs Leeds' bits dusted. Ooh. Um, yes. He seems to think that there's talc There, and that there'll be a latent print. Uh, Talc in its natural form contains asbestos. So it might dry your fucking bits, uh, but it'll also give you cancer. So enjoy that. Uh, A latent print is an impression of the friction skin of fingers or palms of the hands that has been transferred to another surface. There you go. It picks up the phone and calls Molly at home. She's still in the blue room, uh, which is... Brilliant. Looks fantastic. Uh, yeah. Made me want to watch Scarface again, by the way. All these <laughs> all these sucking like, lights. Yeah, absolutely. Really good. Rachel's never seen Scarface, by the way. So that's definitely something oh, to, yeah, no, to definitely. get to watch. Uh, right. Especially, I think I've probably got it like Manhunter on um, Standard Definition DVD. Uh, in this next scene, this chap's explaining with this set of plastic teeth that they've taken bite marks from Mrs. Leeds's body and the previous... Yeah.
0: Who Victor. who was who was that man? Who was that man?
1: Oh, the guy! I don't know. He looked he looked very familiar.
0: He was Benning's for the thing.
1: Is it really? No, wow! A, good job. you. The, region, guys,
0: the region, You can't. The, the listeners can't see, but he's the <laughs> one. That, and they burn him alive. And
1: yeah. Oh fuck <laughs> it! What a spot, John. Well done. Yeah. Um, According to InnocenceProject.org, nearly a quarter of people exonerated since 1989 were wrongfully convicted based on false or misleading forensic evidence in bite marks. In 2009, the National Academy of Sciences in America released a groundbreaking report, no less, detailing problems with many forensic techniques in use of criminal proceedings. The report raised issues about the, quote, substantial rates of erroneous results in forensic disciplines, including bite marks, and highlights its lack of scientific validation. There you go. Well, what do they call him, by the way, this guy? What do they call the bad guy?
0: Oh, the Tooth Fairy.
1: Yeah, he's like, I don't know what you call him, the Tooth Fairy. he's like kicking off in it? I don't know what you call him. The tooth fairy. Uh, and I kind of like, okay, that's fair. And with that in mind, John, I've assembled you a little quiz. Ah, uh, what you mean <laughs> right. Okay, so there's quite a few Tooth Fairy films, John. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me whether or not this is uh, a real Tooth Fairy film or a made-up Tooth okay. Fairy. Or, or or if it is a film that doesn't have the Tooth Fairy in it. I, I, I,
0: think, I think I'm think i down on my Tooth Fairy. So okay, yeah. so
1: if it's a Tooth Fairy film, it's Truth Fairy. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, it's a false tooth. You got it? I get it. Okay. Let's go. Right, number one, El Raton Perez. El Raton Perez. Spanish language film. Truth Fairy is a truth fairy john it's about a rat that works in a pearl factory by day and takes kids teeth at night
0: oh god pearl Fucking factory that's bad, bad, eh?
1: i know yeah <laughs> um number two teeth
0: uh that's a horror there is a horror called teeth in it so that is i don't think a tooth fairy is in it though okay are you so talking it's a about... false tooth so it's a
1: false tooth it's got to be Correct. It's a film about *Vagina Dentata*. That's the one. That's it's a one. brilliant little indie. I saw that, by the way, in a cinema full of men. It was fucking brutal. <laughs> I am. A man. Number of them left. Uh, it uh. Uh, well done. You two for two. Uh, number three: *Rise of the Guardians*.
0: Ah, uh, yes, true.
1: Yep. in it. Absolutely, animated film about Santa, Jack Frost, Tooth Fairy, etcetera. Et cetera. Uh Number four: *Darkness Falls*. True, yeah, tooth fairy right, and uh, too, yeah. horror film, dead witch that comes back to haunt the things. Yep, and I finally, number five, John Hellboy 2 and the Golden Army.
0: The Tooth fairies, and one of them, I can't remember what one is. I think it's true, I think it's Tooth Fairy,
1: correct? It's those little fucking little uh, fairy back, creatures with no face and just a mouth full of teeth. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: well yeah, done, yeah. John. Five for five, good yeah, man. Yeah, I told you I know my, my good, tooth fairies. You do know your tooth <laughs> fairies, excellent. Hey, might we just make it? <laughs> no. No, we will not. <laughs> I'm almost out of fact. Oh, before
0: we go, so I, yeah. I was just looking at um, people that were sort of uh, connected to or considered playing the Haribo role. like, no, Haribo, like okay. Uh So I've got you, John Lithgow. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Uh, Mandy Patkin. Oh, Mandy Patenkin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and... I, I, I am, I am Hannibal Lecter. You killed my father. Now prepare to die. Oh, God's wise, yeah. Hello, man.
0: Um, and Brian Dennehy. I... I don't...
1: Den- Den- Dennehy, Dennehy, Cox, similar kind of shape to them. Similar in kind of, head. yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But that's and and I probably would think of Lithgow as more the tooth fairy kind of. He looks Aye. a bit more like
0: the... He's a bit more gangly.
1: Funny that, though. Okay. Those, those again, would all probably work because they only get, like, like in two scenes. I
0: know. <laughs> anyway, no, they really do, didn't they?
1: We'll, we'll, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. They don't have a motive, but they know that Will caught this killer Hobbs last year and previous to that, Hannibal Lecter, who had killed nine people. Uh, the Prince guy calls to explain they've got the partial print uh, and he's going to try and make an identification out of them. Um, outside of this office, this character, Freddie Lowndes, approaches Will Graham. Yeah. Uh, again, non union Gary is he? This character yeah, he really comes is, in. He's, yeah.
0: he's 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 been on idea a few things now, has not he? The Lowndes guy,
1: yeah, I recognized him from quite he's a
0: few things. And uh, Avatar, he's a baddie in Avatar. And don't breathe.
1: Is that who he is? He's yeah. the grey haired oh yep. fucking hell, John. You yeah. are smashing fucking this out Don't fire, the bar, man. Don't fire. <laughs> um yeah, I, yeah. In the, he he's in that low loader, isn't he? Aye.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: in Avatar. Are you are you excited for this new Avatar film, John?
0: Uh, I'll be honest. The, the Avatar of the first one is beautiful, and I watched mm. it, but I don't feel really, really need to feel the
1: need to go back and watch it again. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the cinema and watch it. Are you going go to? The, I'm gonna but I'm gonna wait a couple of weeks. Aye, I'm going to but... wait a couple of weeks till nobody's watching. I don't know who's going to be watching it anyway. Who the fucks, who the fucks. Where's the fandom for like six more Avatar films or whatever we're getting?
0: Well, it must must be he's, uh, he's played a lot of time and money, isn't he?
1: Uh, yeah, but he, he's a lot of goodwill. is he? <laughs> he's Aye. he's a lot of goodwill. <laughs> have they have they not got rid of some fucking Star Wars thing in one of the parks to replace it with? Avatar land or something in one of the theme parks.
0: Oh really? I mean, who I the fuck that. wants
1: Avatar Land? No.
0: Nah. Not us.
1: Like, not us. Anyway, it's yeah, yeah, Look, right. Uh let's do let's do more James Cameron films, by the way. Let's let's do let's do, do that. Cameron Tember something. <laughs> Avatar August. Uh, right, Freddie Lowndes works for this this newspaper. The Tatler, the master
0: Tatler, <laughs>
1: the Tatler, right? Uh, not, not a real newspaper. Yeah, I um, checked it out. But uh fashion magazine here in the UK started in 1901 as as a society magazine. Hey, so, that's that's what I've got. <laughs> that's what I got for you there. Uh, he's basically a bit of a shit, right? <laughs> But and I, I and I got to laugh both times while I'm watching this because he he'd done things about Will Graham the character a couple of times hadn't he? Uh, <laughs> In previously, did things and he grabs him right and he judo rolls him onto this fucking car bonnet
0: right, yep, which up, I don't. am
1: telling you, Lowndes jumps into this fucking roll. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he's got fucking springs on his shoes the way he jumps into this roll. <laughs> he really did, didn't he? Yeah. Sunny's in the car. Will heads in to see Lecter now. Now, the one thing I got out of this, and Rachel and I were discussing this. If you've seen Silence of the Lambs, you'll see a massive difference between the dark and the glass and the moody lighting in Silence of the Lambs when she when when she first when Clarice first yeah. goes to see him, um, and and this wholly different fucking white brick room, yeah. white bed. White yeah. jumpsuit, they white heightened. bars, yeah, yeah, fucking hell, you know, I mean, it was a neo-Nazi's fucking wet dream. This
0: <laughs> It really mm-hmm. was, yeah, um, yeah. They went to hide them with that, and that's the thing as well. It's, it's not really not really fair. I, I say that, but the setup for Hannibal Lecter and Silas and Lambs just seems a bit more creepy because of the setting. Whereas yeah. Brian Cox, he was there. Is there was the yeah. only he could only act creepy and.
1: The, yeah, I, I agree. And the the whole difference between this is, you see, you see Silence of the Lambs. You see two shots. You see Lecter and you see Clarice. You see yeah. Lecter and you see Clarice. But in this, it's just one shot the whole the whole time. And Ooh. and it, it does go between, but it it, it is the it's them the in the same general, room at the same shot. Claim. And you yeah, just yeah. fucking hell, it looks great. It just looks fucking great. It does look like it looks like a fucking installation that Brian from Spaced might do though.
0: Yeah, that's what i was thinking or something for Doctor it's, Who, that's what I thought. I was like what the hell? It's just something right. that,
1: something that Dean would be fucking um uh Dean would be uh, covering in uh, in one of his fucking security guard jobs in, it, yeah. in that fucking show. <laughs> uh, uh really really liked it. Yeah. Uh, but then he kind of against it. He's wearing this black suit with this green fucking shirt and black tie. Oh, just I, I know I'm going on. I know I'm going on. I just love the fucking, I love his use of color. I really do. Yeah. Lecter recognizes Will's aftershave. Uh, and uh, podcast favorite, of course, Brian Cox. Second outing on the podcast after uh, Super Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly a different kind of shenanigans this in it. Oh, God, eyes no, Early stuff is real. Well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, uh, we, uh, we love him. I've got his autobiography, Brian Cox, by the way. Um, uh, What what we never talk about uh, is the fact that he's one of the voices in the PS2 game Manhunt. Oh, really? He's the voice of the director, you know, that's giving your Uh character that you play as the thing. Now, I never finished Manhunt because it shit me right up. (laughs) It really did. Uh, Like, games that shit me up, I can never... I can never finish. Oh, never, you're not going to play shithering. the cholesterol Protocol then, are you? No, you fucking bet I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> um, in his autobiography, right, which I, I've only read a little bit of so far, um, he's got a similar opinion to me on Johnny Depp. I'm going to try and do the voice. Personable, though, I'm sure he is. Uh, He's so overblown, so overrated. I mean, Edward Scissorhands, let's face it, if you come on with hands like that and a pale, scarred face makeup, you don't have to do anything. And let's be honest, he didn't. And subsequently, he's done even less. <laughs> what? what a fucking burn that is!
0: <laughs> what a
1: fucking brutal burn for fucking Johnny Depp who is a piece of shit. <laughs> I I'd love to think Johnny Depp has probably read that, or somebody, well, pro, someone probably oh, had to read that like, to Johnny like, Depp. Yep,
0: Did they? That's...
1: And and Johnny Depp's basically gone. I'd like to say something horrible about him, but I can't because he's a proper fucking actor uh. and I'm just some twat that wanders around. Going, Savvy, so where's the ram gone? I've got a mega pint of wine and I beat my fucking ex-wife. Uh, prick. Uh, massive Dundee United fan, of course. Not Johnny Depp. We wouldn't have him. Um, and during the filming of this, I love this, Tony Hopkins was playing King Lear at the National Theatre. During the filming of Silence of the Lambs, Brian Cox has played King Lear at the National Theatre. What? How is that for some fucking symmetry?
0: That's symmetry,
1: already. Yeah. Oh man, I love him. He's so good. Uh, we've done. We've done loads of facts on him. Oh, right. Okay. So, this is where it starts to get a little bit difficult for me in my notes. Will explains that he wants Lecter's help, uh, and he said to get him to read the papers. Will says he'll let him see the file if he can tell him why he's doing this. Mm-hmm. Lecter takes. A glance at him, and he can see from his hat, his hands are rough, he's tanned, and the shaving lotion he uses is quote, something a child would use. <laughs> it has a ship on the bottle, doesn't it, Will?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, and, we, and, we, and we all know what that is.
1: We all bought our dad's old spice. Old spice. Didn't
0: we? Right. Oh, hi, karate. One of the two. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, both. Yeah, absolutely. I've bought both for. I've got for a my fact own. old spice. I'll go for it.
0: So, Williams saw an opportunity in 1939 to, to develop uh perfume because there was a lot of women's stuff out there at the time. Um so he it was inspired by the scent of potpourri called early American Old Spice. That's what it was actually called. Oh. Uh, next year he tweaked the scent, diluted it, and packaged it in a white glass boy-shaped
1: bottle. <laughs> boy shape. bottle.
0: <laughs> uh and Old Spice was was born.
1: That was it. Wow! How about that? How about that? I'm going to go oh, and buy you? some Old Spice. I'm going to buy like some Old Spice. I, I I I always have a can of deodorant in my in my drawer at work. I've got that David Beckham one at the minute. It's pretty smart. Oh, I'm I've going got to buy axe. some Old Spice. I've that. got Axe. <laughs> Link, Links, Africa. Links, Africa. Oh, yeah, <laughs> voodoo. Oh,
0: <laughs> your PE perfumes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This next bit is completely unnecessary, right? He goes to give him the file, right? But oh. he knocks... He gets the guy in to open up this fucking flap, to put the the file in, yeah. to close this flap, right? But he could have just slipped the file through the bars at him. I know. Like the bar, like the bars, he could fit his fucking head through the bars. I know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Completely necessary. But, you know, this guy gets a full day's work, I hope. So, good good for that actor. Aye.
0: Uh, but he came out to eight sharpish, didn't he?
1: Oh, he's done half, yeah. yeah.
0: I remember that.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, I will do. He reads the file, uh, but he admits he doesn't have a theory yet. He tells Will he wants all the future files, and why don't you give me a phone number for me to ring you on? <laughs> Will's like, no, no, I'm not giving you my home number. Um, and he leaves.
0: Yeah, uh, know, But he's, he's a bit flustered. He bangs on the door and the guy yeah. fucking takes ages it to takes get He takes
1: donkeys, yeah. donkeys, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> like. He's obviously out having a tab or something. Uh, and Lecter's yelling. The only reason he caught him was because they're so alike. He runs out, hyperventilating. Um, yeah. And Lounge snaps him. And we see the newspaper headline, FBI manhunter Graham consults Hannibal Lecter. Um, so,
0: you know. He said, Dick.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> uh in Lecter's cell he's got a phone this by the way i had to watch twice to get the notes fucking right because it's oh it's so good this is this is one of my favorite bits of the whole film right. he gets this phone which has got no dial or numbers on the front of it just this faceplate yep. that they've replaced um the operator connects the call to his solicitor because he's obviously asked to call his solicitor yeah. yeah. Um, he says, oh, sorry, I misdialed." He removes the faceplate, and using the metal wrapper from this stick of gum, he manages to get the AT&T operator, right? And he explains, I'm sorry, I don't have the use of my arms, <laughs> which is I brilliant. I, I love that. Good, Could I? you dial a number for me? Uh, the number is 301-555-6624. Now, before we go on any further, John... Hmm. 555 telephone numbers in films were introduced in the 50s to make sure kids didn't prank call people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. It's always um, 555
1: on it. Every time you d- watch a maker, it,
0: it's like 555. <laughs> 555. Yeah.
1: 555, hell. Uh, <laughs> 555 in letters, John, would be JKL if you were typing it on your Nokia 3310. Uh, <laughs> today, the numbers 555 0100 through to 555 0199 a reserve for fictional use. Oh well. But in the past, both Ghostbusters and Fight Club used the number five 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 two six two three six eight rather five 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 two three six eight. So they're both the same number in in different films. Well, excellent. Yeah. So he he calls this he asks this number. The number's University of Chicago um, Department of Psychology psychology. Yep. can't even read my own fucking typing. Uh, he asked for Dr. Sidney Bloom, who isn't there, uh, but they transfer him to his secretary. He says, I'm Bob Greer of Blaine and Edwards Publishing Company. I've been asked to send a copy of The Psychiatrist and Law Book, but I don't have the address. Uh, he asked the secretary to get it from the Rolodex. Oh, no, uh, we don't have a Rolodex. Uh, how about the Call Caddy? Yeah. Uh, and his line is zip that little pointer down to the letter G, <laughs> which is brilliant. i never had one of these call caddies and I've never even had a phone. I was going to say, <laughs> uh, it's one of those things that your nana would have had, no doubt. Um, uh, But yeah, it's my grandma had one where you used to, you you, you had the dial that you turned uh, like no, you I mean, had on the phone.
0: It was flat. It was like a, a flat book thing that had a, bit, it had a wee bit of the side that he's pulled
1: down to the letter, and right. then it flung open. Yeah, right. no, my grands did that. I don't know who, who was on her, her numbers. Who knows? Um, but the call caddy, I looked it up. I couldn't find one that was available today. couldn't find one for you to mm. buy. But what I did find was that there's a thing called call caddy, which is a little holder for those noise things that hunters put in their mouths. To make the noises of like turkeys and elk and all those all of right, things. Okay. All rubber things, mm-hmm. uh, you can get one of those so you don't lose it for eight dollars ninety nine. But if you go hunting, I hope Dick Cheney shoots you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you notice the wrapper that you used as well? Uh, it was a uh, it was a double mint, was it? Wrigley's. A Wrigley's. Yeah. Right. Right? Well,
0: that's 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 is amazing. So. We've been through this before. I think we've been through this before. Um, uh, it was launched in 1892. Ooh, But Spearmint was a given, but I didn't know that Juicy Fruit came out then as well.
1: Juicy Fruit's been gone for over 100 years. Oh, right. Wow. Mind blown. Yeah. You're, uh, your man, the uh, the chief in uh, Cuckoo's Nest, enjoys a bit of Juicy Fruit, doesn't he? Hi. Juicy Fruit. <laughs> uh, she explains the address for Will, Will Graham uh, is uh, the FBI at tenth, tenth and Pennsylvania, uh, Washington DC, which is the actual address of that, and I'm nicking that as a fact. Rooney. Uh, he then convinces her to give the home address, which is three DeSoto Highway, Captiva, Florida, uh, which uh, is probably against GDPR. Let's be honest. Yeah,
0: somebody should uh, get their knuckles wrapped for that.
1: But it's also not a real address. Tell you what, I can tell you, John. Why must films lie to us? Why must they lie to us? What I can tell you though is Captiva, Florida is a real place. It's an island uh, It's part of Lee County, Florida. In 2020, the population was 318, which I assume it's a lot less now because apparently it was devastated by Hurricane Ian. Oh, Ian. Last month. Bitch. Ian uh, <laughs> a disaster. Uh, but it also features as a location in the film G.I. Jane. Oh, really? Yeah. God. Which I think I've seen. I think
0: uh, I've seen no, I've not seen possibly. it. possibly. I'm not even going yeah. to lie. Okay.
1: Uh, on his flight, Will's looking at these pictures of the murders, fam- murdered families, uh, <laughs> and uh, this little girl next to him <laughs> sees these fucking pictures oh, God, and right. has a bit it. of a has a bit of a fit.
0: yeah he crashes it, doesn't he? And they're yeah. strewn all over the place. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a brassy. They didn't have
1: uh, they didn't have the um they didn't have the right to film on this plane, by the way, John. Uh, they didn't get the rights, uh, the rights to do it. Uh, so they just turned up with the camera stuff, got it all on board, and just started filming. And when the uh, when the staff were upset, the kind of the cabin crew and that were upset, they just gave them jackets from the film. <laughs> wow! Uh, and they, yeah. they just filmed this scene, so it's an actual flight that they filmed this on. I love that. That's fucking brilliant. A jacket. Uh, he's now at the Jacoby House. This realtor is really upset, isn't he? I can't sell it because it's associated with murder. <laughs> All <laughs> <laughs> oh, these good old boys keep turning up and telling everybody about being murdered. No, okay, right. He's having a wander around the, the woods outside. He spots this rope attached to a massive tree and he finds a Mars bar wrapper.
0: Did you see the colour of that, Mars bar wrapper?
1: I did. It was orange, like yellow, yeah. Yeah, orange, yellow, yeah. yeah. Which uh, is weird. Yeah. Mars bars, John, are English, would you believe? Yeah. 1932
0: Manu- manufacturing is slough I believe
1: yeah shout out to slough resident and patron Gavin Belson <laughs> uh, Jerry and the pacemakers genre originally known as Jerry Marsden and the Mars Bars
0: that fucking
1: better name <laughs> <laughs> better name for a band in my opinion couldn't be a much worse name for a band he goes up this tree and he sees that the guy's been fucking cutting down uh, various sucking like, tree branches and draw it, cutting, fucking whittling things in trees and that kind of uh, thing which we'll come back to. Uh, the reason that he chose families with big yards is so he can sit and watch them for a prolonged period of time. Uh, Price, the fingerprint guy, can't find any details around the fingerprint at all. Uh, the guards have discovered a note on toilet paper from the tooth fairy and Lecter's book.
0: <laughs> right? I know, I was like, what?
1: Okay, interesting. I
0: had, I had, I'd seen some header and um, was it- Rock, what was that? Oh, what was that? The Rock, Chris Rock. No, the Rock.
1: Rock around the clock.
0: Was that fun with with the play. The Rock. Oh, Conner. Conair. So i had visions of the Conair in my head where they go in and find a bit of toilet paper and it turns out it's a bit explosive and blows everybody's marines because it just seemed a bit. <laughs> oh, we just have to find this toilet. we well, Yeah, it was a bit
1: So the note looks like it's got a bit that's been torn away. Um. They chopper the note to the crime lab. I love this, by the way. Like, it's like it took me a little while. It took me the second time to watch it to realise that they were just running out of time and doing everything they could with it, not no. wanting to damage it. And it took me, like, two, two watches to kind of... I understand. Yeah, to kind of get that. Hmm. Um, they noticed that he separated the, the pages using a felt-tip pen. And when they went for red, they can make out a number of the letter T's and they realise that they're going to correspond through the personal ads in the tatler. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're going to intercept Lecter's reply with one of their own, uh, saying that there'll be mementos left in a left luggage at Baltimore Central Station. They plan to stake out and arrest him um, when the Tooth Fairy approaches. They couldn't get any prints off the note, and it's time to return it before Lecter realises they have it. Um, By the way, did you spot the actor who gets, like, one line in this room? Is it it Bulldog for Frieza? Uh, isn't Bulldog Fraser? It's take my strong hand, child. Oh, shit so Yeah, I
0: think he's in it as well. Bulldog for Fraser's in it as well.
1: Where did you spot him?
0: Uh I'm You're sure. one of the cops I'm or something? Sure, he's in the room as well. Is he? Uh, he's definitely in it. Definitely God. in it. But yeah, yeah. Take my strong hand.
1: God, he's been gone forever, hasn't he? He has. Yeah, yeah. God, like he he he, he's, he doesn't age. He's got a fucking painting in his attic. I loved him in Kingpin.
0: I thought it was just so funny when he's like with Harrison's like.
1: So he is, yeah. I always mix him. I always mix him up with how with Howard Stern. Don't mix up with Howard Stern. Uh oh. with um uh Daniel Stern.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Out, I of the you know.
1: sticky bandits. Yeah yeah. bandits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Intercept Lectors advert, which has a bunch of Bible verse chapters referenced in it. So a lot of the chapters and verses aren't actually in the Bible because they they they've got Higher numbers than than what the chapters go up to. Yeah. Um. They grab a list of books Lecter like had in his cell and head to the Library of Congress. Turns out it doesn't match any of them. Um. And they're going to use Lounds to help him get the Tooth Fairy because he doesn't read the New York Times Literary Supplement. He reads the Tatler.
0: Yeah, he's a classic guy.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> they they speak to Lounds. In this office, it's brilliant, right? I love this. So he only abused Mrs. Leeds um, so that they'd think he wasn't gay uh, unless he molested all his male victims. But he's also likely impotent to the opposite sex and had sexual relations with his mother. And at this point, right, we see Jack laughing and he catches himself laughing, doesn't he? Because obviously Hi. he's in on the joke. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, he has to look all serious. It's a brilliant <laughs> acting. It's a great <laughs> acting, that. Uh, they get him in front of the theatre sign across the road from their office. Uh, <laughs> Brittany, it's a bold play, Cotton.
0: <laughs> it really is a bold play, isn't it? <laughs> will it pay uh, off? We'll see.
1: Uh, we're we're, we're going to see. Uh, the symbol that Will found carved on the tree is the Chinese symbol, considered lucky in gambling. It's also a mahjong piece, which means... Red Dragon. Yeah. Uh, the film was going to be called Red Dragon, uh, but after a, a, a film with the name Dragon in the title was a terrible success uh, in the previous year, they decided they didn't want to do that because it made it seem a bit kung fu y. Yeah,
0: what, what was it? Double Dragon?
1: <laughs> it was. I think it was called The Way of the Dragon or something, but it wasn't that one you're thinking of.
0: Oh, no, the one we Jason Bruce Scott. Lee. Lee.
1: Jason <laughs> Scott. <Lee>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, Stifler!
0: <laughs> no, Jason Scott Lee. I'm sure he's. You he would have done a Bruce Lee biopic thing. I'll double check.
1: <laughs> You're mixing him up with. Anyway, look, we're not getting <laughs> the conflated names. Was she? My God, was he not? Was he not the brother of the girl out of um, Steps? Was he no. not in? Was he not in no. another band? Jason Scott Lee. Jason Scott Lee. Yeah, get a giggle. It's definitely him. I'll let you have that one.
0: Excuse me. Uh, so it was uh, done, uh, he played Mowgli in the 94s live action oh, episode, oh, of
1: course and he Bruce did. Lee
0: and the martial arts film The Dragon. The, the Dragon Bruce
1: story. The Bruce Lee story. Yeah. Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Yeah. Okay. Well done. Okay. Whoop, whoop. Hey, we've got a couple of fucking random facts from you googling something. Good work. Right. <laughs> so Mars Young, fucking hell. This was a sinkhole for me. Uh, and I've only got, like, two facts out of it. <laughs> what right. um, a waste of time. Original Chinese name for mahjong was pinyin, which means sparrow, because the sound of the tiles being shuffled sounds like sparrows chattering. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the standard set of tiles is 144, and it's made up of images of dots, bamboo, characters, winds, dragons, flowers, and seasons. Uh uh-huh. And the game of Mahjong is basically matching and removing a tile until you can't see any more matches. There you
0: go. Of she plays it all the time. It's annoying.
1: Does she? She got all like time. a dick in Mahjong on her phone or something. Yeah, she's
0: going yeah. out on the tablets, she's going out everywhere.
1: Jesus Christ. You've got, you've got a fucking Switch and a PS5. What is she playing at?
0: I know. Well, I think she's got the bloody Switch now.
1: Oh, the, the switch—the switch belongs to her.
0: The switch is hers then. And all she's
1: doing is downloading fucking ninety-nine P Mahjong games.
0: <laughs> I am playing Animal Planet or whatever it's called.
1: <laughs> Animal Planet. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Animal Crossing. That's that, Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> listeners knew. The listeners knew what you meant. Oh, old man. By shit. the way, on this subject, Brian Cox was forty when he was filming this. Oh, really? You. We, we have lived too long. We've, yeah, we have lived had a good too, life. too long. Yeah. Uh, Will checks out this forty four Bulldog, which uh, this gun. Uh, the Bulldog was a five-shot traditional double-action revolver designed by Doug McLennan and produced by Charter Arms Weapons. Introduced in 1973, the Bulldog has been available in the uh, .44 Special and the .357 Magnum. You know that's got some fucking yeah. stopping power, don't yeah. you? Uh, It was the top-selling gun. It was their top-selling gun during the 1980s.
0: God. See, there's so much cool stuff going on.
1: Mm. The the Tatler story has been run alongside this story about a woman who gave birth six hours after she died. Uh, A person born in the circumstances after death is called a posthumous child or a posthumously born person. Most instances of posthumous birth involve the birth of a child uh, after the death of its father, but the term also applies to infants who can be delivered shortly after the death of the mother, usually by cesarean section. I didn't want to read any more about that, so I didn't. <laughs> Although it did make me think about them—the uh, child out of the uh, the fly.
0: Oh God, I. <laughs> Gina Davis.
1: <laughs> the Fly too. was wasn't Gina Davis. Oh no, <laughs> was not Gina Davis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus. I know that was a bloody shame, man. I love the fly.
1: Yeah, maybe need to watch the fly too. i put put the fly. Um, that night, right, the out at the car park. And that's the I laughed long and hard in this scene. By the way, <laughs> Will's walking across the car park. Some guy in a jogging suit, hood up, running towards him.
0: Oh God! I
1: reaches into his pocket. Will shoulder barge tackles him like this would have been a fucking flag in the NFL. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And all these cops fly out and he's like, take my wallet, take my wallet. It's just an innocent jogger. Will calls them off. And this guy's hilarious shout to the cops was, why are you running in slow motion when I'm being mugged? (laughs) (laughs)
0: That was good.
1: (laughs) Oh, I laughed so much at that. It was Uh,
0: brilliant. No, that was really, really good. (laughs)
1: Lions of the Tattlers getting in his car, um, and this guy grabs him, chloroforms him, and in the next scene, he's tied him up in a wheelchair. This is the first we see the whole film, like a literal hour into the film.
0: Oh yeah! yeah. Before
1: we see the Tooth Fairy, except we don't really see him. Nah, he's... yeah, yeah. Is he's... he's got a fucking stocking on his head?
0: <laughs> just, uh, just. I, I like the way he's got it on though. Just to me his nose. Yeah, yeah. That's um, a very good idea.
1: I uh, looked it up. Uh, pair of tights, John, three pound fifty at Primark. I assume he's wearing a stocking, but tights would be better value because you'd get two for one. Exactly. So you know me, a uh, bit a of, bit of thrift, a bit, bit of Scottish thrift on this podcast. Good idea. There you go. Money money saving tips. Just call me fucking Martin Lewis. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's he's scary as fuck in this, oh, and God he no. is a scary looking character anyway. Um, he talks about. Uh, he shows him the picture of the great red dragon and the woman clothed with the rays of the sun, which he says was a William Blake painting. It wasn't the only one. Uh, it's one of four painted by him between 1805 and 1810. The other Two of a similar name. The other two were the great red dragon and the beast from the sea. And the number of the beast is 666. <laughs> Cheery stuff.
0: Cheery oh, no. Huh? Hmm. Remains of me of the bloody... Uh... Rock bands used to listen to me when I was younger. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: he's showing Lounge slides of the women that he killed. Uh, I'm really disappointed. he Didn't slip in any of his own holiday slides into this. I
0: know we have landed a sun
1: bacon. <laughs> this man has never had any fucking sun. Have you see the color of him. He's definitely Scottish. <laughs> <Not doubt about laughs> um, he explains it's Lounge's nature to 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 do one thing to tremble (laughs) which is great and he basically explains that he's not, he makes him read this thing into the dictaphone, Mm -hmm. Uh, he says I've had a great privilege, I've seen with wonder and all the strength of the red dragon all I wrote about Will Graham will be made right, to pull him into a trap in Washington, Will Graham you will learn from my own lips because I was forced to lie, he will be more merciful to me than he will be to you you will lie awake in fear at what the red dragon could do and I will be a testament of this and Lowndes is like, yes, I promise I'll tell the truth. And the Tooth Fairy puts in these false teeth oh, yeah. and agrees to seal the promise with a kiss, doesn't he? Uh-huh. Basically bites his tongue off, I think is the, the bit here.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Now,
1: this is fucking brilliant. This is, gr- I love this. There's this, this guy sat freaking. in the car park doing the fucking crossword. <laughs> <laughs> just you nodding know, you know, it. And he hears a noise and he looks behind him and he's like, Nah, he must do it regularly. Nah, I'm hearing things nah. here. And he goes back to the thing, and then he turns around. Down the fucking ramp comes Lounge in that's... the wheelchair on fire.
0: Oh, God. It's... And you love a good fireman oh, and fire, man, but that. that man that's on
1: fire, a... tick. That's a prop, tick.
0: That's a proper horrible one, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's disgusting. Um, turns out Lounge gave Will's home address to the Tooth Fairy. We know 3860 to Sutton Highway. Um, in the house. David Seaman's awake. He wakes Molly up and explains that there's someone outside the house. They head out and it's the cops. Uh-huh. Uh, they take him to this safe house, this fucking compound with all this barbed wire metal fence.
0: I've got, I have, a, I have a question. Please. Why is it in this scene that she's wearing a Christmas jumper?
1: She was wearing some fucking sweater. Yeah, yeah.
0: and it had yeah. like snowflake or something. On. It's definitely a Christmas I mean, sweater. Like, what f- the hell?
1: That, sir, is a Cosby sweater. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesus, you can't say that anymore, can you? Oh, no, you can't. Um, eh? no. Will takes David Seaman to the supermarket, right? Yep. The world's largest cereal app. Now, i ran run out of time with my notes here, so I haven't got anything on Mr. T cereal, which was really fucking disappointing. Uh,
0: have you got I a drag list. stuff and all that, haven't you?
1: No, I haven't got any of it. Oh, I ran no? Of, no, I ran completely out of time.
0: Oh, the only thing I've seen in the background is something called Nestle Morsels.
1: Nestle Morsels that? biscuits, yeah.
0: I didn't even know what they were, but it's basically just uh, cookie, uh, chocolate chip.
1: Oh, right, okay. Oh, mm, that's disappointing. I know. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Mr.
1: T Cereal John, a sweetened brand of breakfast cereal manufactured by the Quaker Oats Company, 1984 to 1993. There you go. I have a couple of facts
0: for that. I it a the fool and it needed milk. Lots of milk. <laughs> Uh, I Apparently
1: the fool who don't eat his his cereal <laughs> with blue milk like that guy out of Andor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I've got uh, snack packs so snack packs are like your version of variety, maybe variety of cereal maybe a variety pack. Oh yeah I spotted
1: those. Yeah, yeah. snack pack. Yeah. Snack pack. Okay. pack. Uh yeah so there's there's a bit here with really really shit editing by the way cuz he's talking to him and he's and there's like cereal behind him and then the next one there's del monte stuff behind him. Uh, like and the kids like got coffee instead of uh instead of jello. Uh but there's a couple of instances of, of, of really bad editing here, but I don't give a shit because it just looks, right. looks great. I'm going it just to looks it great. Uh the ki he's, he's he's explaining to the kids that he was sick, that he was, you know, that he was in a hospital. Uh he says Lecter was a psychiatrist who was killing his patients um he says and i got him because he saw a book with words in that gave him away mm-hmm. uh, and he attacked him when he tried to call the police and although my body healed it was really hard to get over the mental effects and i had some of the ugliest thoughts in the world and i was like fuck you know we've we've both you and i have have struggled with our demons and things like that in the past and mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that did kind of speak to me so it was such a like such a dry way of explaining it to a kid, but yeah. I guess he's a cop, isn't he? and he and, and he deals in absolutes.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's what
1: it was. Uh, the kid changes the subject really well, and he says, um, uh, "What coffee do you want? Uh, you like the Folgers stuff, like Mum does." And I'm not going to give you any Folgers facts because we did it. On the airplane episode. Yeah. That little advert on the airplane episode. He only usually has one cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) That's her Folgers advert.
0: Well, we can't even use it.
1: No. Will explains to Molly he's got to go to Atlanta. She thinks he's going to get himself killed atlanta pd john we've done some of this before on ride along we're yeah. really getting to this point where we're going to get to an episode where we get really really close and if we hadn't covered that before yeah we've got 100 things i don't think yeah. this is going to be it but it might be
0: add i had stuff, in... stuff on data facts and we kind of use it because we've done no. data facts before same
1: uh, formed 1873 as an annual budget of 204 million dollars a year which seems a lot of money for planting false evidence and murdering (laughs) 92-year-old minorities like Katherine Johnson in 2006. So, fuck you, Atlanta PD. Fuck you. APD. All points, dulletin? Doesn't really work. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, So, this is where the film changes, right? The last 50 minutes of the film is basically dollar hide, isn't it? Yeah. this, this character, yep. um, he's blatantly the tooth fairy, he is not a good looking man, and he is fucking huge.
0: He's tall, he's a tall man.
1: He is a tall drink of water. He works at this photographic lab, uh, and he's talking to Joan Allen, baby yeah. Joan Allen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the dark room about getting the best types of picture to be taken in the dark. Ooh, see what you did there.
0: Um, There's a variation in a at Gamma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: He offers to take her home, Reba. Uh, she's blind. She claims she only got the job because she's handicapped. I don't think that's a word we yeah. use anymore. She was at the Riken Institute for the Blind teaching, and she wants to go back to that someday. Um, she likes him because he's very direct. A lot of people don't, John. I can assure you of that. <laughs> uh, she wants to touch his face and see him smile. And when she goes to touch his face, he grabs her hand and he's like, take, for it, t- take your word for it, I'm smiling. Oh, fucking yeah, hell, right? Yeah, I know.
0: With okay. his fucking okay. hair lip. Yeah, notice that? Uh, a uh, wee Wahine, Wahine, uh, Wahine, 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 Wahine Phoenix going on?
1: It does a little bit, yeah. Um, he looks creepy enough, right? As it is. Uh, they head into this lab where this tiger's been knocked out, ready for its teeth to be cut. So, is it a photographic lab? Is it a fucking vets? Is it wh- what? What goes on in this? I know. What what don't they do? Do they make... Is is fucking Gru and his minions here? What is going on in this (laughs) Well,
0: Or maybe he just knows a lot of vets. And to get a vet. Uh,
1: Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, on that subject, uh, this uh, is a a real uh, tiger, of course. Of course it is. Uh, But the vet is played by a real vet. Because that's um. a real vet on uh, on on, on. Uh, He was in Nam. That's that's the kind of vet he was in. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Dan. Yeah, this is really weird because she's she's stroking this tiger. I would love a go at this, by the way, stroking a tiger. No. But like it's it, all the while through, I'm looking at it, thinking it's going to rip your arm off. It's no. going to rip your arm off.
0: It's, it's going to wake up. You're going to die.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she's really good at blind acting, by the way. I think she's excellent at blind acting. Um, he takes her home uh, and he makes her a gin and tonic. And now this glass that this gin and tonic's in looks like Brian Potter's vase that he uses for the drinks in <laughs> Phoenix Nights, you know, when yeah. he's trying to get to the optics. Um, oh, my little blind boy! <laughs> anyway, uh, then they're at it.
0: Uh, she she gra-
1: grabs her of him, doesn't she? She does, they're at it. Uh, next morning he wakes up and she's down by the river. He says he wants to see her again and they agree for him to come to But to the house. not
0: go back into the house? Is that,
1: yeah, don't go back
0: into the house. I've got your stuff.
1: Yeah, I'll go and get your purse. Weird. Uh, Will's talking to Jack, says they've identified the tyre tracks of the uh, G7816 Goodyear truck tyres. Uh, Will calls Lecter and Lecter explains he know. Will feels bad, but the act of killing the killers felt so good to him. Uh, it must feel like God. God kills regularly, and it feels good to God to kill people. So it must feel good for Will to kill the killers. So that's the kind of that he's getting inside Will's head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then he goes on about earthquakes uh, and and uh, God killed seven, seventy Filipinos the other week. This plane crash and and all this kind of stuff. And then he's like, "Goodbye, movie. I'm not coming back. Nice. And that's, that's the that. end of fucking Brian Cox's that's life." That. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Will heads back to the Leeds house and puts himself in the position of the killer. Uh, that night, outside Reba's house, Dollarhide's parked and he gets excited when she arrives. He's about to get out. She's been driven home by this colleague. Now, I couldn't quite figure this out. The way the light is and everything, I think must be how he's seeing it. Because it goes on for ages, like them caressing one another's faces. No,
0: I so I think from what I got from it is basically what it happened was when, is when you initially see them at the door, he does something as if he's going to like touch your face or something like But mm-hmm. then obviously, after all the things he's heard in his head or whatever it is, then eventually yeah. he goes back to which he's basically just picked something off her.
1: Yeah, it's just a bit of pollen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I'm, and And then he walks away just like normal. I, so I, I, I think he'd. Seen it, and it kind of matches the lighting, sh- which which is is in the Leeds house that we've just seen in the last scene, where she's got mirrors for eyes and mouth, and yeah. she's lit that way. So it, it kind of mirrored that, and that again, that that's the joke is is that you know that's how he's seeing things. Limp, so he yeah. goes fucking mental, shoots the guy with a suppressed pistol, yeah. on, heads dad. inside, uh, and she's like, oh, it's Francis, she's like no, Francis is gone. Francis is gone forever. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> Here we go! Uh, Will realises the Tooth Fairy wanted to be wanted and desired, like God. He used mirrors to see it happen. He doesn't take trophies and souvenirs. Um, this is the argument between Jack and him. Jack says it's 11.30pm. The full moon's up. It's too late. Will says it's not too late. Um, he spots yeah. on the video a number of facts. He knows he needed a bolt cutter to get into the, Le- get into the Leeds place. He also knew that the Leeds had a dog and the Jacobis had a cat even though the cat died. He's had these tapes for for loads of time and he's been watching these films over and over again. His primary sense is looking. Yep. Um, and this is the whole thing. Let's find out where they got their well, films developed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. So, one of them got it done in, in a shop in Birmingham, Alabama. He says, no, 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 where did they send it out to? And they're both at the same lab. It's some fucking good copping is oh, what it yeah, is. It really, really is. Excellent copping. Um, we're now at Dollar Hyde's house. Um, she's petrified. And he puts on this eight track, oh. right, of, uh, I'm not kidding. This is a song I've had favorite on Spotify for fucking years. I love In A gadda Da Vida by Iron Butterfly. Oh, Really? I do. I absolutely love it. I always have. Uh, Right. It is a 1968 (sighs) tune, John. 17 minutes and four seconds long. In fact, it took you so long to get onto this recording. I'd listened to it a minute. uh, I'd listened to it one and a half times before you got on. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. One and a half times I'd heard this tonight. Uh, Brilliant. Fantastic. It is so long it is the only song on the second side of their album in Agada Davida.
0: Right. God. It's got <laughs> yeah. a big a long
1: instrument. It's, it? it's got a huge drum solo of two and a half minutes, which is exhausting. Here's what you've all been waiting for, listeners, and I know John has. The charts. It got go. to 92 in Australia. Mm-hmm. 49 in Belgium's Ultra Pop. 43 in Canada.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 30 in the US. Uh, number seven, John, where?
0: The Netherlands.
1: The Netherlands. <laughs> because they love a bit of prog to the Dutch and some football violence. <laughs> uh, it is most famous to me uh, and probably listeners of our other podcast, Everything We Learn From The Simpsons, as the episode of Bart's Soul, uh, where uh, he, uh, he it's a hymn. Yeah. Uh, hey, Marge, remember we used to make oh, out to this man. hymn?
0: <laughs> that all that all in, not you?
1: <laughs> I'm playing on the thing, and they've all got the candles. Brilliant. And hang on a minute. This is rock and or roll. <laughs> oh, rock roll. Brilliant. I say
0: that one time.
1: I love that, but I absolutely love this. And and it because it's such a long song, mm-hmm. it it's it, it's across the whole scene. Like he starts it, and they're still in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. song ends, and he's fucking deep. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, so they get this data fax that you'd mentioned before yep. through on the plane. And they're basically going over all the fucking, Suspect. they're going over all the suspects. There's, there's a black guy, there's a woman, there's, you know, the, the, there's, there's someone with a, someone with a uh, handicapped driving yeah. the license or something they say, um, and all this kind of thing. And then they get it through on the data fax, which looks like fucking dog shit, but it was the eighties. So yeah, yeah. Um, the cops meet them at the airport and speed towards the house. Dollarhide smash the bathroom mirror, takes the shard, and he's like, like, Who's
0: trying, <laughs> he's trying, to, trying to kill
1: you, Mr. Donut Man? I don't know, but they're better than that. Um uh, Right. Will's approaching the property, right, and it's great because he's kind of sneaking through the woods. And as he's sneaking, the music gets louder. And I'm kind of like instead of like it just going to a scene where the music's on, uh-huh. as he's creeping through the things, you, you hear the music, and I'm kind of like I know that's how sound works. I do get that. But it just, it, it sounded perfect. Yeah. You know, it just sounded great. Um, and then, uh, you see Dollarhide like, try to stab her through the table. And then he looks up and Will's running towards the window in slow motion like the Incredible Hulk in the TV yeah. show titles. <laughs> After all that sneaking, he really ruined it, didn't he? He twats through this window, didn't he? Um, Dollar Hyde gives him a good cutting with the glass. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then fridges him, drops Not a yet. fucking fridge on him. Uh, and uh, Hyde pulls out this pump action shotgun as the drum solo kicks in and starts blowing away this fucking SWAT team. Um, and then walks through this poster of the moon. <laughs> I know. <paper laughs> like, like, like the wall he's got is like a, like a Japanese rice paper door or yeah. something like that. Uh, um, and he's about to shoot Will, and Will guns him down. Uh, the bullets did have the stopping power that he said he needed.
0: Yeah, he pumped a couple of cops out there, didn't he?
1: Just... He does, yeah. He twats these cops. Good style. Mm. Uh, Reaver gets out of the house. The remaining backup turns out, and it's this brilliant pink sunrise, which looks, again, stunning, stunning bit of lighting. Mm. And then we got the final scene, where he's reunited back with his family at the beach house. And Makes these shorts the, he's wearing are the most amazing 1978 World Cup pink shorts. <laughs> like, who wears short shorts?
0: <laughs> and that's the
1: film. Fucking hell. And do you know what? It was such hard. Listeners, thanks for fucking sticking
0: yeah. with it. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard watch, but it's beautifully watched. It's mm. a beautiful, beautiful film.
1: It's a gorgeous bit of uh, gorgeous bit of cinema. Uh, have you got any more?
0: Uh, just that Lear Jets were founded in 1962 by Bill Lear, but that's it
1: excellent uh excellent i have got i haven't got short shorts now uh Uh, that's us right how many do you think we've got
0: 89 more i like doing it when you're just counting them up
1: uh 100 more Hundred and five. Hundred and ten. Hundred and five. Hundred and five? Yeah, yeah you go back to that one. Hundred and five. Fucking hell. I I I had to count that twice because I, I just counted a hundred and I nearly shat myself. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly I nearly manhunted myself. <laughs> hundred and five. Fucking beautiful.
0: Brilliant. Nice one. Ah, okay. lovely. Well, well deserved in
1: Indeed. Right, patrons. Oh, John, we've got some cracking shout outs this week. SP film viewers, congratulations to Paul and Sophie, mm-hmm. who by the time this goes live will be Mr. and Mrs. Parks. Mr. and Mrs. Parks. Oh, congratulations. Aww. Unless, of course, Sophie decided she's seen enough scary films, Paul, and changed her mind. Yeah. We are recording this a few days before <laughs> the body. It's not happened. It's not happened, Paul, lads. You're It happens. You're yeah, absolutely. She's. Uh, she's. She's punching, mate. So, you know, <laughs> that's a bit harsh. But I just want to be nice to Paul. Right. Uh, Mono and Kira from Mono Rants, apparently plotting your next fucking visit to that show, John. Oh, yeah. Um, which must be fucking with Punk's Chi because he's desperate to get you on and you're not on any fucking platforms he's on. <laughs> I don't know. He wants to talk to you about fucking Ricketts or something. Adam Ricketts. Uh, Adam Ricketts. <laughs> Adam Ricketts. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck do you want, Adam Ricketts? Uh, Nigel Davis, owner of the Wonder important Tabletop Accessories. Uh, Dan Belson's getting his second mention of the podcast. I won't be talking to him as this goes live because Arsenal will have battered us uh, yesterday, um, likely uh, in the football. And Gavin Belson, congratulations on your new job in Mordor, Gavin, or wherever you are. Uh, more Park, More Green. Uh, <laughs> uh, they are of course the, the be here with belson podcast aaron from z1 podcast an audio drama about zombies and surviving marriage uh, joe from hallmark of greatness podcast happy to valley joe and have uh, i haven't wished you that actually i should message you um, i know you've not had the best couple of weeks but we love you even if john swore at you in the last
0: uh, yeah so. fucker uh, well, <laughs> love it really it's that
1: boy <laughs> Uh, Josh Wilson coming on shortly to talk the Big Lebowski and uh, in a few days, Josh. Miss you. Uh, Gadget, shit at Yorkshire accents. And Stig and Biggie from Modern Escapism. Who, by the way, I listened to their new episode today. You've probably not listened yet, John. Mm-hmm. Chilled the fuck out of my bones with their creepy tales of Teletubbies, Wallace and Gromit, and Charlie Brown's school shooting. What the hell? Yeah, and I, uh, I might have done my own scary story for them this week. So listen to Modern Escapism because it is a fucking God tier podcast. <laughs> uh, Ian and Maria from Cult Connections Podcast doing Andor I am well behind because it's stressing me the fuck out that show yeah it's, kind of, it, it's it is so good it's stressing me out uh, plus it's full of great British actors Phil Ian and Gav round off the people that pay but have nothing to promote Rachel has nothing to promote but she's already had a million fucking mentions because she's got an episode of her own here uh, yeah so look give us a uh, give us Uh, a quid, and we will allow you to do this. John, I'm going to have to add in, I've just seen, written at the bottom of this fucking patrons thing, I've missed a fact. So we're going to have 106, uh, which isn't quite as as a number. But the Prime Movers were a band in that final song in the titles, Mm -hmm. who toured the UK in 1986, supporting Glasgow's big country. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Big country. In a big country, Dreams, stay with you. Uh, There you go. So I just... I don't know why I'd written that, but I'd written that and it had fallen onto another bit of the fucking document. Big country talk about shit fucking Scottish talk about Scottish music for Scottish people (laughs) (laughs) them and Lewis Capaldi anyway Uh, John do you want to say something nice to the patrons and the lovely people
0: oh well after last week I better say something nice to the patrons considering I feel on editing I think maybe it was a bit too harsh so (laughs) thank you patrons for all your lovely monies Uh, and everybody else thank you for listening thank you so much
1: uh, and give us a few, bobber. <laughs> that would be yeah. nice. Yeah,
0: your finger in your purse.
1: Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Next week. Oh, uh, John, next week. I'm going to tell you what we're covering next week uh, because we've got another guest coming on. We've got a non-podcaster guest coming on, which what? should be interesting. Yeah, yes. I'll tell you all about it when we get off Did the we? air. But we, because spoopy season is officially over, uh, we can now do scary films. So we're going to do the original, the OG, the gangster, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, so I flag off Johnny Depp a bit more. It's Uh, my favourite. I
0: like it. I like it. it.
1: Fantastic. Uh, But uh, that's next week. So for now, uh, I've been uh, bad. Brian Cox impression. He's been John Boy. Uh, It's been 106 things. That last one I snuck in there. uh, We learned from Manhunter. See ya. See
0: ya, bitch.